This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. and the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Godzilla vs. Kong. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the betesticled, glitterati, luminati, hot toddy, living potty, Mr. Justin Whitehead. What's going on, Justin? Oh, man, I'm here. I'm here in, in Brownwall. We're in Brownwall, but it's a bit after hours, so nobody may drop a thrice, you know? Yeah, that's all right. It's nice to be home, you know? Yeah, back in the old session. Yeah, we usually were doing this virtually, even though we live in the same area yeah we live within 40 minutes of one another but i think it's important that we balance it out get the dynamic going here it's always a charm i think we can get more dulcet here oh yeah sure could react off of each other's pheromones you got the nice setup here too you have like the recording studio here i feel quite professional yeah that's the word i'd use (laughs) got a picture of george michael on the wall for god's sakes George Michael. Man, Max Rebo, George Michael, all the hits. This is George's time of year. I know he's no longer around, but he's got a big Christmas hit that, that yeah. never uh Last Christmas, the radio. Right? Last Christmas, yeah. It's Mola Ram's favorite song. <laughs> I gave you my heart. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those songs that never goes away. And uh, it's a Wham original. Is it Wham or just George? I believe it's Wham. I'll say this. Of mm. the latter-day celebrity Christmas songs, it's one of the better ones. I like it, yeah. The Paul McCartney one is an abortion. Uh, my wife's least favorite song, I think. She hates it so much, yeah. I think Paul McCartney hates it. He just likes the check that comes in. I mean, it, they play that all the time. I, my song that I, a song I don't like that you hear a lot uh, around these times is Santa Baby. I knew you were going to say it. You don't like it or you do? I d- hated it until I had it sung to me by a very sultry person. Yeah. And me. it was hard not to. Uh, I'm just mad because it took the title. I was hoping it was like a, about Santa as a newborn. Yeah. I think that they stole the title. Yeah. You know, um, I would like to hear heard about his early years through song. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we should do Baby Santa. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that he is taken in the third trimester. <laughs> I, I never even thought that we could just flip the words, and there yeah. you go, my problem solved. And Santa's mom's problem solved, according to you, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Are you excited about Christmas? I'm excited you, about some downtime. I'm excited about yeah. not having to, just to change the rhythm up a little bit, hang with the family, you know, enjoy enjoy waking up. I want to play some video games. I don't get the opportunity too much. Right. So. Good, yeah. What about you? I I get it. I do like Christmas. I, my parents passed down a curse to me 
Um, so every year I'm looking at it around this time. I have like as I have kids, I my parents used to make Christmas super special for my sister and myself, and so I feel that pressure and I have to try to make Christmas special for my kids, and then it just stresses me out. But yeah, it it should be a um, it should be exciting time. Yeah. And laid back, hopefully. And I hope the listeners are experiencing a joyful holiday season. All we've done is give. <laughs> we've got, uh, I, I don't envision us uh, relenting. I don't think we need a break. You mean, like. I think we could probably barrel on through. Taking a pause. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, probably. Sure, why not? There's plenty of movies to Zoom. There's too many. Yeah. There's too many. They release them so fast, I can't even keep up. You saw Avatar. I've seen it twice. Yeah, and yeah. what would you think? It was weird seeing Cate Blanchett. It's I love it. It's a, it's a it's a it's a lovely movie, and it's so funny that just the reactions blow me away. You don't even need people to write them because you know exactly what they're going to be. Right, right, right. So people are saying they're wild by the special effects, not the story. Is that what you've been hearing? There's the camp of people whose life is changed by it. Yeah. There's the the people that are dumbstruck by the visuals and the and the pr- presentation, and there's the people that pull the same card about it being. Just pomp and circumstance signifying nothing, a ripoff, earth hugger shit, earth right. hugger, tree hugger shit, face hugger shit. You know, it's just like, whatever. I'm excited that Cameron is so hooked on to, hey, brown wall. Oh. Listen to this. I just, as I was saying, I, I just feel, I love the bond between Cameron and, and Sigourney. Yeah. Always. They've been working together for years. And he in this one he made her into a, a teenage girl. Yeah. And you said that she gives a great performance. She's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I have not seen it. I gotta I gotta do a little inside baseball. There is now a foam padding surrounding the main brown wall pipe that comes through the room here, which is meant to keep it warmer and, and less prone to a potential freeze. What does that mean? I don't see any difference. That, that you had you had uh, it's it used to be just a pole and now it's covered in a, a foam casing. Wait a minute, that's brown wall, not the. They're both. I mean, it's a unity thing. They're both brown wall. Okay, there's two pipes. I never even noticed this brown wall. Pipe. It's like big geek and little geek. <laughs> but the the thinner one is gets very cold. You could be Bra- sitting at the drums and touch it, and it's cold to the touch. Brown wall got an upgrade. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, evil got an upgrade. Yeah, fuck yeah, it did. It's hard as a rock. And the great thing is, and I made this an imperative with the plumbing technicians, mm-hmm. I don't want it to affect the sound. <laughs> I want to hear turds ricocheting through there. And he's like, no problem. We have the perfect pipe fitting for you. Get you one that would understand. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah. A, a person that would come in and, and, and know your pain. By the way, I haven't seen Avatar. I was watching that Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston murder mystery uh, movie on on Netflix. Is it called a murder mystery? I don't know. I recommend it, actually. I I'm sure enjoy, you do. Enjoy it. You enjoy like it. Adam Sandler. I love him. Ugh. Yeah. You can't hang with Adam Sandler I, ever. I can't even get close to it. What about Aniston? I'm fine with her. There is an Instagram account I recently was suggested to me that are people that look like Adam Sandler. Okay. And it's incredible how many people look look like him. He's, a, he's aging pretty good. I mean. Pretty well. Don't think so? I don't care. I, I wish he would age away and be gone with. You would love him if you met him, I'm sure. You guys would be fast friends. I don't like basketball then you would, shorts. Then you would introduce me. Just now realizing it, what you realizing what you did. You put a muzzle on brown wall? <laughs> well, the plumber also fitted brown wall with by the way, a licensed version of uh Squadcast. <laughs> so it'd be awesome if we mic'd up brown wall. That'd be, be like the third host. Yeah. yeah. 
We need. Is it time for? You're, we, used to, we used to have guests on. You here. already call. You already call it the third. I know, but we used to have guests on here. Do we, are you ever? We can do yeah, that again at yeah, some point. Yeah, Lance, get him on here. Chris. <laughs> oh my! I so I watched a Christmas Vacation in the theater last week. You are. I feel so bad for you. And all of a sudden, you know, Julia Louis Dreyfus is in it. She plays uh, the neighbor of the Griswolds, and she's she's like a very pompous, like rich, kind of new agey neighbor, sort of. And her or yuppie neighbor, her husband. I'm like, that looks like Christopher Guest, his brother, Nicholas Guest, in oh, this. Oh no! Oh no! Did you know that there were more? I'm thrilled. Yeah, yeah. voiceover wow. guy apparently. Okay, but does I don't. He, does he look like him? They look exact. They look a lot alike. But then I was like, have they ever been? Is Nicholas Guest showing up in the Christopher Guest movies? I don't think so. Bad blood. <laughs> I wonder. You heard it here. Zoom in. And he's married to Hannah Nicole Curtis, right? <laughs> anyway. Born with a man's butthole. <laughs> Controversy. What yeah. the heck with that rumor? By I want to get you and Sandler in a room together. I would love to. I and then what I would do know. is I would put a sign out front saying, one funny person in this room. Come on. Sandler has been funny for a long time. That'll be his secret. Dancing, like singing mule, like, mule stuff and oh, just... It's been around, man. He's he's lasted. Oh, he's lasted. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no shortage of. of and plus, lo- he's now he's turning dramatic performances that are getting awards attention. And you like his dramatic work sometimes, right? I Uncut like Hanley's Comet too. It just doesn't come around much. All right, we've beaten around long enough. It's a movie microscope. It's a show we zoom in. We eat the boathouse garlic. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> we toe tap the tenderfoot demographic, swim in a dick lake, put a priest on blast, teach a sharecropper about lust and its benefits, drink religion up, lather the pinnacled feather beast, strum the pubes of the Lord himself, Gnarls Barkley, <laughs> pop a cosmic pimp, weigh down the body with the ashes of the fallen and the sad, and we take a moped right up to the top. Watch a movie through distorted, diseased, blasted eyes that have been pulverized by thoughts and waves, pulsating throughout the nethers of us all seeing what makes a break sharing the likes with you listeners if we're talking about touch and go we're talking about the scene where michael keaton builds a time machine just to send his molars back get a little maria can cheat in there am i right i don't even remember touch and go what is this it's a good one i think maria can cheat's in there is she done no she still rocks it her face is getting smaller in proportion to her head as we speak vampire kisses own i think she's in there predator too yeah is she Maria Conchita Alonzo. Alonzo. I know she's not dead, because if if she was, it'd be Maria Conchita Alonzo morning. Then we'd have to pump up a basketball, take it to the rim, you know? Yeah, that's tribute. And that movie is known for its little moments, and so is today's feature, Mr. Kong versus Mr. Godzilla. Touch and go. I don't know it. They did not have the financing to afford to use the Cars song in the movie. What? So the 80s? Has oh, to be. Has to be. It's around the same time as The Squeeze, another Michael Keaton. I know The Squeeze. I saw it in the theater. I think there's a hockey element to Touch and Go, which may explain why nobody's seen it. 1986, 1986, Touch and Go. You're right. Both those characters on the poster. Hockey involved. You got this. I don't remember it. You think it's inspiration for the Mighty Ducks? No, no. What was the the movie Michael Keaton was in where he, he played like a mental patient? That would be the Dream Team. The Dream Team. Yeah, did you see that? It came out, of course. I worked at the movie theater when it came out, right after or right before Batman. Right. It was, oh, it was, it was, it was either right after or right it before. It might be after, actually. You're right. But, but it had to be 89. It had to be like right around the same. It may be, I think it's the first film that came out post-Batman. 
Right. But it wasn't a hit. No. At all. Peter Boyle in that, I believe. I think so. Kind of love that movie. Is it good? I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah. Yeah, and I I love Michael Keaton, so still do. Legend. So, um Choose with his mouth open with gum though, which is a is a toughie. You don't like it. And did he not put Courtney Cox in the corner? For real, like in real life? Yeah, I for think, sure they were together. Yeah. yeah, I think he put 100%. her I think he put her in a bad place. What does that mean? I think he treated her like an like a nightmare. Oh, did he? Yeah, not like cancel type, but just like broke her heart. Oh, really? Did she say that that was her love, love of her life? And they, how do you know this? I kept my finger on the pulse of Keaton's uh, his dick and balls. I believe that Michael Keaton's kid is like a musician. Well, that's so good. That's that's kind of the extent of my. I, and uh, he's from Pennsylvania. I know that. I, I would say that Michael Keaton is aging gracefully. Yeah, and used to be a comedian. Yes, stand up. Yeah, he was on that uh, mm-hmm. documentary about the comedy store, and all the comedians said he killed. Like he was like yeah. super funny, but he his heart wasn't in it. Like long term, from what I remember. No, they just jumped to acting like yeah. immediately. Yeah. Well, he's good at it, by the way. Let's zoom yeah. in. He's doing great. Courtney Cox, I just saw a video of her making steaks on Instagram. They look like shit. The steaks look bad? They look bad. They look very. Using a freaking gas grill, over seasoning it. Gail Weathers in this. That Scream? Yeah, Scream 6 on its way. Have you, <sighs> did you see the teaser trailer? Hell no. So you know that Courtney Cox came back, okay. but David Arquette killed in the last one. Right. And Nev Campbell not coming back. Not paid enough. Not paid enough, maybe. Yeah. But I have to say, I didn't like that last one. Well, so maybe that's Nev Campbell didn't either. She's got standards. I don't think she does. The fact that they keep making Scream movies hurts me in the deep insides. But it doesn't hurt me in the deep insides that they keep making giant monster movies. Kong versus Godzilla, these are, these are creepers that have been hamming it up on the screen since the 50s for Godzilla and since the 30s for Mr. Jonathan Kong. Mr. Jonathan Kong. <laughs> and yeah, he, pre- he predates Godzilla. Well, that's if you do some simple math. Just saying it out loud and seeing how it feels. This one kind of slipped in during COVID, kind of slipped in there yeah. under the radar, right? It was one that day and date streaming service on HBO Max. We just watched it together. I've never seen it. Welcome, Oz. You've seen it quite a few times, I think. Absolutely. Now, I just recently watched the one that kicked it off, which I think we talked about last time. Right. and I, the, I think- the, new, the new volley of... Of these movies, and I had just mentioned that I had recently rewatched the second one. Yeah, which I and which we I both believe, love. I believe twenty twenty five is when Kong vs. Godzilla two comes out. Same director, same leads. It's called Kong and Godzilla, I believe. Oh, really? Well, I know that I think it's going to be a sort of all monsters attack kind of thing where the team up movie, but lots of them. I yeah, think. I hope so. I'm just glad. I know that Toho's rights were supposed to expire, and I guess there was some sort of a pact made to keep it going. Plus, there's the Monarch TV show or the yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, Monarch, but I think so. But what's Toho? I don't know Toho. That's the, they own the rights to Godzilla, and they're very protective over it. And there was a contract that Warner Brothers had had, Legendary had had, that was three films. So I knew that Kong Godzilla was the uh, Kong versus Godzilla was the end of a cycle. Yeah. And I think that worst came to worst, they were just going to keep making Kong films because that's a separate thing. I guess they were pleased with what, what they saw and pleased with getting paid. Yeah, I remember this was one of those movies that two o'clock in the morning. When it came out, I was there. You I watched, watched it, it immediately. at 2 o'clock in the morning on a work day because I just had to. You're Couldn't so wait. excited. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, Oz, you're a huge Millie Bobby Brown fan, so I don't miss. miss a thing she's ever been in. Now, she is... Um, That's Enola Gay you're talking about. I mean, Enola Holmes. Different. <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, Stranger Things own... My uh, son, we were at Kohl's the other day. He, he, he wanted a Stranger Things t-shirt. We got him it, but he's never seen that show. Hmm. So he's walking around with that yeah. and asking me about the Demogorgon. And I said, that monster ain't shit, 
man. You you've, you've watched it? I watched it all. Yeah. Really? I, I'm, I'm caught up on My it. My kids yeah. watched it all, and they went to the Stranger Things exhibit here in town. Yeah? Yeah, the experience, whatever. I enjoyed the last season. Got your boy. Your boy's out there with a hit, David Harbour. He's got a Christmas hit right yeah, now. Yeah, written by a former Chud writer. Yeah, he's yeah. Got, but it's making all sorts of Good money. for him. I harbor no will. No will at all? Yeah. So tell me who's in this, Nick. We got uh, Damian Bashir. You love him. I, I like him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing a good guy in this. You got uh, a podcaster in this. Brian Tyree Henry. At least he plays a podcaster. You got Eliza Gonzalez. You do, Baby Driver. Yeah. You got... Makes it. She Does Not Live. Kyle Chandler showing back up. Couldn't wait to jump back in the ring here. Giving a performance of his life, maybe? We're <laughs> gifted with Alexander Skarsgård. He shows up. Yeah. You have... Rebecca Hall. Oh my God! Thank God. The Brit, the very British, but you'd never know it. Rebecca Hall. You got Hunt for the Wilder People in this. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Dennison. I Jamie was... Dennison. Okay. Julian Dennison, I think something like that. Millie Bobby Brown. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick shows up for one second. Then you got Monster. And you got Godzilla. And you have a, a bunch of cute Hollow Earth creatures as well. You do. Yeah. You get because that's the destination. Obviously, they got the best behind the scenes to work on this. The performance capture for Kong. Damien Lewis. They were thinking about getting you know Andy Serkis or maybe Terry Notary, people that are known for this kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're going to take it in a different direction. Jake Busey did Godzilla. <laughs> and they got... Gary uh, Busey did Kong. <laughs> they got... Actually, they got Rick Dukeman. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to have gone to Hollow Earth. Uh, no, in a very weird career-defining performance, The Edge from U2 did all the performance capture for Kong. <laughs> did he? That's why Kong was wearing those I told you shades. That, I told you that Kong's he was walking around a little bit like Dean Norris. That <laughs> made me very happy, yeah. yeah. Never said before, never forgotten. So what's the plot, Nick? And there is one. Titans uh, really changed our dynamic as a species. We right. have to live with them. Things are cool. We got Godzilla. There's an, a, an unsteady piece there, but lo and behold, Godzilla has started to get grumpy, starting to tear shit up. You know, Kong is minding his own business on Skull Island in his containment. The other Titans have gone to rest after the battle from the last film, but Godzilla's furious. And nobody knows why. King Kong is not in on Skull Island. He's uh, in Pensacola, I believe. He starts off in Skull Island. If I'm no, not mistaken, I thought he I thought he was in a facility in Pensacola that's in a sim. They simulate it to be like Skull Island, but he knows and he's okay. mad. He throws a branch at it okay, at, the, yeah. at, the, at the facility walls. Yeah, Pensacola is known for that. A lot of yeah. Air Force bases there. Mm-hmm. We can't zoom in that hard this early, but I think it's in. I think yeah. it I remember. I remember Pensacola. I thought something. I thought that's where that Apex Labs was that got attacked, but that's not the case. I think doesn't Godzilla attack where God doesn't Godzilla attack where King Kong is? Am I am I messing up already? I, I thought Godzilla attacks a. Apex facility in Pensacola. Okay. But who, I mean. Oh, you're right. Because then they come to get Kong because they have to, I see. Okay, never mind. All right, so that's it. That's, so, but they, it, so they have them in a, so I'm wrong. They have them in a facility on Skull Island, but yeah. it's, it is like an actual. It's a contained thing, yeah. Okay, so, he, but they, they kept him in his home, but they caged him. Yeah. Okay, I see. All right, fair enough. But yeah, as it turns out, there's. You're totally a, right. Humans have interfered with Godzilla, or the Titans, you know, pattern, and Godzilla's not taking it. Because they, they've, they've taken machinery and built something secret that is pissing Godzilla completely out. And oh, yeah. He's destroying things in a really ugly way. Kong is scratching his ass at the beginning of the film. Everything's wacky. So, yeah, it starts out with King Kong is just sleeping, 
Napping. Cute. Cute. In the sun. Cute. And he's, yeah, he wakes up yawning. Adorable. Scratches Gets up, scratches off, takes a quick shower. Take yeah. a waterfall shower. Yeah. But then he takes, gets a tree, bran- a tree and sheds it of all of its branches and roots and then hurls it at, at the sky. But it's not the sky. It's a simulated sky. Yeah, he throws it right at the sun. Yeah, and guess what? It ain't the sun. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A bunch of panels fly off. But And he's got a little cute girlfriend on the island who has a, yeah, a Kong Build-A-Bear in her. And she's coconutted out. Not a, not a girlfriend. She's a little girl that is, is a friend. So I was right. And she uh, can uh, she she has a bond with this large creature, and her mom or her adoptive mom or I guess I guess yeah. adoptive mom is kind of using her adopted daughter to have this to kind of study King Kong. One hundred percent. Yeah, and you said Godzilla attacks a facility in Florida, right? Because and everybody's mad because Godzilla is seen as like a savior of humanity from the last movie. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's killing people again. What the hell? He turned a, another leaf. He's back to being a threat. Everybody's upset. Yeah. Most, Everybody doesn't know what to do. Except for Damian Bashir, who's thrilled. But yeah, so, and then that's when we meet Brian Terry Henry, Atlanta's own, Atlanta the show's own character who plays a, a podcaster that is kind of a conspiracy theorist. And he has a podcast called The Truth Titan Podcast. Is that what right. it's called? Mm-hmm. I think so. Or Titan Truth? Maybe Titan Truth. Yeah. I can't zoom in. And so then he is spouting nonsense about all these creatures, and he does a little undercover work. Sort of, yeah. And he, he does undercover work. He works at this facility, but he's really trying to get the deets, and he gets the deets as Godzilla attacks. Yeah, and uncovers this globe, this mysterious globe. Yeah, he sees this weird thing emitting a sound or some kind of signals, and he's like, what the? And that, that seems to be causing Godzilla to go frenzy mode. And then enter... Uh, Mr. Alexander Skarsgård, who is a hollow earth loon, writing books, teaching classes, completely obsessed. His brother got killed under the ground there trying to find shit. Trying to find a hollow earth. Yeah. Trying to get there. Damien Bashir and Storm Shadow, I don't remember the guy's name, recruit him to go on an expedition deep into the earth's core with him. I'll get his name. I had it written down by a bad hat and running. Something Shao or something? S-H-U, show. And then, um, I'll get it. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, and so... The pieces all kind of fall into place. A bunch of people are pilgrimaging to the hollow earth to see what's what. They got Kong on a boat. Scarguard, Eliza <laughs> Gonzalez, they're all on a boat. They got a floating vessel. Bashir is hidden in a lab making stuff happen. Millie Bobby Brown, Wilder People, and Brian Tyree Henry <laughs> are a group of annoying people trying to find shit out. And Kyle Chandler, uh, his dad, he's working, I think, with Monarch still, who I guess is not the same as Apex, and they're just, like, you know, doing the thing. So, yeah, these guys go to talk Sarsgaard into helping out, and he they have the idea that if they can get King Kong to kind of lead everybody to Hollow Earth, to kind of lead them to the source, right? Like, they, they want Kong to go back home, so to speak. He just has to, con- he has to convince... Kong's handlers to, to do it. It doesn't take much. He does go convince them of this. Yeah, well, and the, the little girl has taught Mr. Kong sign language, mm-hmm. which is a big reveal. Let's not act like say, he knows how to say home. Fuck him. But they're doing it right because they want Godzilla to follow Kong there, right? Because they, they're these natural enemies. They want Godzilla to... They're scared of Godzilla. They want him in the middle of the earth instead. Well, I think what, what, as it really turns out is... Yeah, it's an ulterior motive. Yeah, they're now. trying to gather Godzilla's, uh, you know, nut... nut. To build a beast. That's a lot of plot, isn't it? Jeez. And it's, it's fun just... to see, because Adam Wingard had previously been known for low-budget, kind of quirky horror films. Yeah, but he did Your Next, which I love. He did uh, 
The Guest, which is pretty good. Low budget quirky horror films. Yeah, but I like. I mean, it's the name of them. But then he didn't he do Death Note. I don't know. Shun Shun S H U N uh, Aguri. That's the guy's name. Who's actually he's kind of has a fun character in this. Sort of. He's not in a lot of it. For a while. They spend a lot of time with the human characters, which I know is sometimes difficult to sit through. But the good thing about this is, first of all, there is a lot of brightly lit combat with monsters, which is something people have been begging for. And there's a lot of uh, fun shenanigans and character stuff for the creeps that balance it out. When the two Godzillas are fighting, I mean Godzilla and Kong, I just call them the two Godzillas from now on. When they're fighting... It's very fun. It's very human using yes. using fun finishing moves, and it's there's a playfulness to it. Did Godzilla get a redesign for this? He looks a little hack or a little they more. They both haggard. did. Yeah, Kong is like a hundred foot taller at least. Yeah, and Godzilla is just a his. He's got the face of a uh, of a Rottweiler. You yeah, know? he's got he a does. Really, that's the thing. Each or she, director, he or she. What's is Godzilla. Godzilla's got a got all the pieces hanging, but. Um, Darty had his take. Gareth Edwards had his take, and now this gentleman has his take. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the movie. I'm gonna go back, rewind it to Sarsgaard. Okay, his character. I, I, I got I could talk about him all day. So they drop him in the movie. That's Let's, too much. He's a little bearded at first. Yeah, he's this. Nick mentioned he's an author. He he's got this uh, theory about how there's a there's a different land in the middle of the earth, the hollow earth, where these titans come from and get their power and all that stuff. And so he wrote a whole book on it. And he's supposed to be kind of a nerdy geeky introverted character but they cast Sarsgaard right so it's his looks and his builder at war with and yep. so what he tries to do to 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 get to the to that core of that character is he kind of walks around <laughs> stumbles around a little bit like kind of uh, not very confidently and then wears a like a hoodie you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just so half and then he gives it up like about halfway through he's in he's in action hero mode. He's Tarzan. Yeah, he's too shredded to be that Demure, but these, you know, I mean, flip a coin. I mean, everybody in these movies is just look at his shoes. Like, in the, I mean, he wears the he's wearing these like high top Reeboks with like with they're untied and the tongues are kind of <laughs> sticking out. I mean, they really try to they try to nerd, geek him up a little bit. You know, I wish they would have done more. It just pleases me to no end that Stellan Skarsgård's seed has been splayed to the winds, and he is just, it's taken root in Hollywood in every facet. <laughs> it's so true. I would have loved if he was like, he, like he, they come, they come to, uh, to get him to, to do the mission. They did, Bashar's character, and he's like, you got to do this for us. He's like, I can't tonight. I got tickets to the bare naked ladies. You know what I'm saying? I got to, they're that's, my number one all time. That's when the character loses me. <laughs> Just saying, they should add more. Yeah, sprinkle in a little bit more. Right, nerdiness. Like they come there and he's watching like the Holy Grail or something. Yeah, you know? he's got a skateboard on the wall, like nails to the wall. Yeah, and he's got like a less than Jake poster. Yeah, rollerblades. I don't know, like like jacking we, off to a motherboard. I said nerdy. Oh, not heroic. <laughs> anyway, so they they can't nerd him up, and so I, I feel like he's a little bit miscast in this, and he doesn't have much to do. A lot of the human characters they stare at they stare at graphics in this, like they so they, as the fight these awesome fights are happening between the the titans and the creatures and whatever, they always cut back to like Rebecca Hall's face, and she's like, oh. <laughs> she's she's got her mouth hanging open, or Sarsgaard's looking, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown looking. They try to give them heroic things to do. Mm-hmm. Like Skarsgård, at one point, Kong. The, there's a great sequence where Kong is on a uh, aircraft carrier and Godzilla shows up and they have a fight. Things get overturned. Everybody's upside down in the water. Things are shitty. And they have to have Skarsgård swim to release K- Kong's shackles. 
Right. That's his big action beat there. There's an action beat later on where the Wilder people pours liquor into a computer. Yeah, to stop Mechagodzilla. Right. I mean, there's a lot of that. Brian Tyree Henry has... 100% 100% of the dialogue in this movie. He's trying, and he try like this, the dialogue isn't great, and he's trying so hard to like make it sound fun and kind of natural, and it's it's tough. But he's he's good, though. He's a good, good he, actor. The character is annoying, but yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's got, he does have some funny lines in this, I think. So does, uh, wait, what's his name again? Dennison? What is it? Why can't I remember Julian his name? Julian Dennison, you say? Is that his name? Yeah. Julian Dennison. He's got some funny stuff. Eh. And then Kyle Chandler. You know, I was, when I was watching this, I realized that there is literally, and I love Kyle Chandler. Mm-hmm. He has one note. I know. He just kind of plays this, like, haggard, handsome dad character. In every movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, always. He's, nobody's better at it than him. I interviewed him for the second film in this series, and I found out that he is a big fan of scotch and cigars. Wait, you interviewed him for King vs. For the Godzilla King of Monsters. You did? Yeah. I we wrote, zoomed that movie. I wrote from, on the press kit for that movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You remember we did that movie on Of course we did. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're doing this one, because, you know. Well, we're doing every movie. We're doing every movie. I mean, I can't wait to do Skull Island, because I terrifically love that film. And there's Skull Island references in there. And there's the monsters yeah, back the, from that movie here. Yeah, those beasts. Plus, I mean, the, I don't want to zoom so in, let me. some of the film takes place there. <laughs> let me ask you a, a quick question. Was Mechagodzilla a secret? Yes. Because I, I had yes. no idea like, yeah. th- until it showed up in this. And the movie's been out for a year, right, or more? Oh, two years, yeah. So I had no idea, and I hadn't heard. Well, the original trailer for the movie, there's one shot where if you, because people figured it out, if you freeze frame it, you could tell it's not Godzilla or Kong, and, mm-hmm. and they assumed Mechagodzilla. And I don't remember if the original King Kong versus Godzilla. I don't think Mechagodzilla took a, took a place in that, but I know that that's one of the big bads. It's one of the you know the, sure. the golden ones. So they try to keep it as much of a secret as possible. And at the end of the last film, the post credits thing was the head of Ghidra. They preserved one of the heads, right. and I which think, figures into this movie, right? And I think they were assuming that that's where they were going to go with it. It was interesting because I think the trailers, what I, from what I remember, took place mostly on the. The part when they're on the boat, right? Like they showed a lot of the they boat. They showed a stuff. lot of that. So I had kind of mistakenly assumed most of the movie took place on sea, at, like yeah. at sea. Yeah. Well, and I was then, wrong. No, not 100% wrong. And I do love the fact that they have a neon battle in Hong Kong as well, which I think the use of color in this movie is top notch. There's yeah. so much great color. In like this. the last one. Better than the last one, even. Though. I don't think it's the better. But I do like it. It's don't very think noticeable. The, color, the use of color is better in this mm-hmm. one, really. I mean, all three of them actually are amazing. Yeah palettes but the neon and then the 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 way that godzilla is a lot more illuminated in this movie he's got a lot more of that bioluminescence going on so and then the hollow earth even though there's no sun zoom in in the middle of the planet there it's very well lit down there it is why you know earth has got a bunch of secrets in it. a bunch of tiki torches down there but that's the other thing about this movie is the way that they unlock because in the original godzilla series outer space was a big part of it all these there was these different races of aliens sending these monsters to them, and I think a modern American audience might not buy into it as quickly, even though you should, because there's no, there's no rules. So the Hollow Earth is maybe I think where they source a lot of the beasts. Right. So they introduce the Hollow Earth in a big way, and it's kind of it's kind of cool. And we get to see Kong. Kong is really he's given a lot. He's he gets to have a lot of emotions. He's sort of your your protagonist in this thing. Sort of. He is. Oh, okay. He's 100%. great. Hundred percent. He's great. We're rooting for him. Such a such a great character. He even kills the he kills some bad guys, and people. Some immoral people, I guess. Yeah, he also yeah. steps on a ton. He does. A he's, lot of people get squashed. He stepped on a lot of innocents. Oh yeah, 
Remember when he's yeah. jumping? He's jumping on from boat to boat. He's jumping in the city, knocking. Yeah, That's true. But I think everybody—you didn't see the shot when he jumped on that boat. Everybody jumped, jumped off real quick, and then they were like, "We're good. We're then, good, man." Yeah. And then the sharks came, and then the oh no! But it's okay. You want humans to die? Like, <laughs> there's got to be collateral damage. You know, nothing comes know. cheap. Yeah, this is the, they wrecked the cities in this. They Hong Kong got they wrecked. Fuck, they fuck it. Yeah, yeah. they fuck. Pensacola got sort of wrecked, but it was at Hong Kong that got the most wrecked. Yeah. Poof. But we find out a little bit about Mr. Kong's origins. You know, obviously, even in Skull Island, there was the allegory towards an ancient species of these giant apes, and they had some paintings and stuff like that. They got a freaking cathedral in this. They got weapons. They do. And there's this great scene where Kong goes deep into the earth looking for his house, and he goes in there, and there's a throne. There is. He sits on it. There's an amazing axe. But I was kind of hoping they would go down there, and the big reveal was there's a beautiful big set of blue jeans that he could put on can you imagine Kong strapping into some of those blue jeans and just like lying out and man spreading oh honey can I I love when he picked that that the axe up and then there's a little title card that came on and said it said it was a rare axe plus nine or something but yeah that axe was unexpected and figures prominently in the film absolutely he is wielding an axe throughout half of this film and it is and and the blade of the axe is one of Godzilla a Godzilla species is uh spines that's right, and he can, and, and Godzilla can power it up. Yeah, which is a pretty great. Yeah. So, what do you think of Godzilla's character? You mentioned he he's very uh, emotive in this. Godzilla's pissed off. The thing, okay, I am Team Godzilla one hundred percent of the time, every yeah. day of the week, and I love how Godzilla is so pissed all the time. He has no real way of communicating because he's a lizard man. They get a, they do a lot with very little as far as the uh, the facial expressions and his body language. Yeah, he's pissed he off makes this entire so film, but he's mad a lot. And but this. He, he's also learned a lot of finishing moves and stuff like that. He's really got he's got all he the does, and he has like they're both kind of tired. That's one thing that they both are kind of like King Kong is tired and lazy almost, and Godzilla's pissed and tired. At the end, they do have like their first skirmish, like they have the big the big battle between them, and Godzilla bests him and just kind of like looks at him like I kicked your ass, yeah. now I return to sea. Yeah. You know, I'm done. Like didn't kill him. But he's like, you know who's boss. Right. And I like that. You, that really comes through. And he just looks and so Kong's tired. Kong's like, I'm not a water creature. Godzilla's like, I still won. <laughs> Fair and square. Kong's like, I was chained for half of it, and I can't breathe underwater. Godzilla's like, see you later. Way to lose. <laughs> he just looks like, he, well, first of all, he gets best. No, he gets bested the first time and then the second time. He does get, he gets, doesn't Godzilla kick his ass twice? Yeah. The second time is when he, when he really is like. Scratching yeah, his titties and stepping yeah. on his blood. Yeah, steps on his chest, scratched. Yeah, scratch, definitely scratched his chest up. Yeah, Godzilla, uh, King Kong takes a beating, mm-hmm. and he looks like he's you know just had it with life. Yeah, you need to start. He, they need to put some Neosporin on his chest at the end. They never really address any of his wounds. Well, you think they're kind of self healing creatures? Like what's going on? They yeah, never, they're titans. Yeah, so they just does, do those wounds just kind of. I think he's fine. I just it, need to know if you could. He just he ate a plus two banana. He's fine. The thing I love too is Godzilla is learning how to fight while Kong is learning how to read. Huge mistakes. That's right. Kong knows sign language in this because uh, his his best buddy is deaf. It's a little girl. Yeah. 
and she has taught him sign language under the nose of everybody on the island that's been monitoring King Kong. <laughs> they monitor him 24-7 yet, can't figure out. He surprised sign languages to her, and everybody is shocked and kind of upset. But I would be more upset that they left this little girl alone with this gigantic beast. I think it's it's super hot. and I They think trusted it. They trusted the, the beast, Kong. And I love the fact that in Kong's lair, he has a little signed framed portrait of Amy, the pioneer in ape communication. He's like... Not polar? Thank you. Thank you for boldly breaking, breaking the glass, you know, gymnasium or whatever, you know, because Amy did it first. I'm trying to think of other famous Amy's. I, I tapped out at two. I'm trying to think of other famous reading apes in movies. It would be great to see because if, you know, he, he like I said, he's kind of lazy. He's kind of like you said at the beginning, he's itching his ass, you know, doing kind of old man at the gym type things. Right. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to see it like some more of that downtime before we get into it. I could watch battle. a whole movie of the downtime of these yeah. creeps. Absolutely. Well, what's you never see Godzilla's downtime. Well, King Kong, we see plenty. You, what do you did think? in the last film. But he just goes back to rest in his underwater kingdom, right? Like, they're, they're titans. They don't want to be bothered. But what's he doing down there? You know, Kong, at least you know he's just kind of sunning himself. Yeah, he's, well, he's eating, a, eating a bush right. well, or a tree. Yeah. What does he eat? Because he doesn't, he neither eats, of them eat. Yeah, it. he eats an octopus in the last movie. He does. You're right. It was a tribute to Old Boy. I don't think it was. It was, yeah. Really? Yeah. Jordan, he said it was, yeah. Jordan Boyd Roberts, is that the director? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tribute to Old Boy. And the scene where he has sex with. His daughter is also, except he knows it's his daughter. Godzilla, you know, he's a model builder. You know, he uh, he collects. Oh, just old, like Morgan col- Freeman and uh, along came a spider. Collects does. old National Geographics. Does he? Yeah. Puts together a fancy football team. He's running the league. He's actually the commission. Oh, that's amazing. Rodan, Mothra, you know, they're all on the on the Geigen. He's got you know Jet Jaguars on there. Baby Minya. Whole crew. Keep going. I know none of Jet is Jet Jaguar from the the yeah, Kong movies. Yeah, you got you got King. You know, you got you got King Gadry. You got Destroya. You got Hedora. Yeah. You got I mean Space Godzilla because you can't forget Space Godzilla. Bailante. You can't forget Bailante. He's got a freaking wicked ass fantasy team. Who's Bailante? He is a creature that is uh, part partially a plant, a tentacle plant. What was the creature? For- you had that cap caption on a long time ago that was that why was i ever born? oh that that's from a different series yeah it wasn't godzilla what? no that was from another series like, why the fuck was i ever born something like that is everything even... is mistakes yeah those are great yeah so the, so what... why the fu- why the fuck did i ever born did i did i ever born is what it was <laughs> You know, they take King Kong on this kind of kind of on this battleship, but it's so small for his his frame. Yeah. But they take him, and it doesn't work because Godzilla attacks, destroys the fleet. Everybody's everything's disarray. So then they decide, well, let's not do it by water. Let's fly him to this destination. Yeah. And you said, why didn't they do this in the first place? Right. It's yeah. so it's so it, it's, it's completely resultless. Nothing bad yeah. happens in the entire journey. Kong is sleeping. He's on. Hell yeah, and they have him. Uh, they're carrying him over on like a net that's lifted, but it looks like about thirty helicopters that are just. Yeah. That looks just like a, a, a nightmare to try to drag well, his I mean, ass to Antarctica. Wherever to, to you've got to assume that. Where is it? Where how, do they go? Antarctica. How do you Antarctica. refuel though? I guess you have to have a, a flying fuel craft because you can't drop Kong down at a gas station and make it happen. It just seems weird to me. And then he's napping. Do they? Do they? They don't because he's not very agreeable. Do they knock him out? Do mm-hmm. they put a bunch Mm-mm. of tranquilizers? Nope, nope, nope. nope. 
I guess they he does play dead in that fight. They they the little girl says play dead. Let, let Godzilla no, think you're dead, right? No, no, no. God's no. Kong is wiped out. They shut all. They pretend that they, everybody pretends yeah. they're dead. He just wiped out. He's just wiped out. Yeah. No. And then so what they do is they they give Kong some really cheap porn, mm-hmm. and he exhausts himself with it. So he's already exhausted. How do they roll him into the net? See, there's a couple things I'd like to know, Adam Wingard. You know, like yeah. seems like a very. I mean, it looks cool. I mean, they're talking about Damien Bashir is really proud of his ability to build all these subsonic crafts that go to Tokyo in five minutes and all these, you know, building. Sure. Whoever built the net that Kong's happy to roll into deserves an equal amount of pioneer credit. So, yeah, they have these ships that go to the hollow uh, Earth. What are they called? They're called Heave, <laughs> H-E-A-V, which stands for Hollow Earth. Area Vehicles. Aerial and, Vehicles, right. And I think, are they aerial or area? Either way, it's wonderful. They call them heave, yeah, and they're like, these little like Tron, like almost. It's beautiful. Yeah, and they because what happens is gravity goes haywire when you try to go to the hollow. Gravity's right? got a huge hard on, and down it reverses there. itself. You start to implode or explode or something. There's rocks floating, weird. And Bashar is like, "I got this. Yeah. We figure out a cool vehicle." He's like, "I have a scanner that tells me everything that's going on down there, so I'm perfect." Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of tubes that people. Yeah, it's great. So when they get down there, they immediately get attacked, of course, by cube. These creeps, gigantic. What are the, you know? What those those guys are called? They're, they were created for this movie. They're great. They look like a mixture of like a cobra, a dimetrodon, and uh, yeah, creeps right. from Skull Island. Yeah. yeah, like a flying cobra, yeah. but gigantic. And Congo's haywire. Yeah, and starts to fight one, and he decap. That's the big thing these guys do is they decapitate That's, the enemy. Yeah, it solves. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of breathing into mouths and yeah, ripping face off. Yeah, and then drinking the entrails is a delight that Kong enjoys. Yeah, he rips this uh, creature's head off and then eats his green. I don't know what it is. His throat muscles and <laughs> vocal cords. Everybody's like, that's mm, yeah, that's, that's pretty gross. Delicious. So look at my notes here. I just have podcaster underlined. Like I guess I was happy to see it represented. Do you think that on uh, Titan Truth he zooms in? Yeah. Although I noticed that he's he's got a laptop open and he's just talking at it with no microphones. Yeah. So I know that our audio quality suffers from time to time, but his <laughs> has got to be in a bomb. He's working fast. He he. You know we we don't have any urgency necessarily. We don't have to get the zooms out immediately as soon as we record. You know you take the time to to edit the episode. So he seems to be recording and releasing immediately maybe even live recording and so then the audience is less judgmental maybe right oh this guy is giving me the the straight truth quickly i can handle some fuzz in the background and some echoing i just need to hear the truth about the titans speaking of handling fuzz in the background millie bobby brown growing up (laughs) don't don't lots of makeup too much makeup in this british actress of course looking like carrie fisher these days zooming in you just because her hair looked cray Crazy? She looks like Carrie Fisher a little bit. To you me. think so? Yeah. You heard it here first, young Leia. Let me zoom in. British actress. <laughs> Say it again. That's the only thing I know about her other than she's in Stranger Things and Enola Holmes, the two movies on Netflix. That apparently is Harry uh, Cavill's, Cavill's uh, uh, one franchise he has now, right? H- Henry? What did I say, Harry? Yeah. Henry. God damn it. I think... There was a there's a discussion that maybe it sets him back up for the Bond job. You think so? Yeah, they want him to play Maxine Bond. Yeah, it's heartbroken, Nick, by Jamie Gunn. That guy. Who's the worst villain? And think about this for a minute: James Gum or Gum. James Gum? No, man, he's at battle right now with the. Uh, I mean, Snyder who's fans. Who's worse? And I I got I got to side with Gunn on the, <laughs> against the Snyder fans, though. I mean, James Gum did a few bad things. Yeah, James Gunn. 
did a mess of bad things. And he was rude to me. Oh, was he rude to you? Let's get back to the movie. One of the things I really do enjoy, Godzilla barges in all the time. Let's talk about this, because you're so right. He is... He does, if there's a bridge... Constant he, barging. He is going to destroy that bridge. Mm-hmm. If there is a vehicle in his way, he does not go around that vehicle. Mm-mm. He goes through the vehicle. In the last movie, he's kind of in, in the last movie. He's kind of giving people the wide berth a little right. bit. Not this one. No, no. Yeah, he's he's had it. He's had it from going around. He's sick of traffic. And now he was in the first Godzilla movie. He did some bridge damage, and now he's back to it. And it just tells you God, Godzilla doesn't have time for our structures. No, that's the thing is you we're supposed to feel insignificant comparative to the, to compare to these creatures they don't even know you're there in a way they're just like rocks and debris are falling all around smashing you to pieces and they don't even know they don't care they don't recognize you don't register them last movie godzilla you were registering to him this movie no now kong obviously touches fingers with this girl they get plenty of time that he, he, he has the feelings but i i don't i don't think it's any different than when you walk through the woods you're stepping on ants you're crushing no, you're you, I mean, stink bugs. You know, you heard a millipede every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not against them. It's just that they have an agenda and they have a, the shortest. So you distance. think they represent? Do you think those monsters represent humans? Of course they do. Yeah. And that they're full the of careless destruction right. of others and the earth. Full of themselves, huge right? Huge zoom. Yeah. Very partisan. You mm-hmm. know, just completely. And maybe the first podcast ever to say it. Yeah. First people to ever to recognize it. That, yeah. that the monsters have human qualities. Yeah, it'd be cool if a monster was, Godzilla was stepping around, like, because, you know, sign language, and he, he was stepping on, like, a group of people and then signed sorry, you know, real quickly every time he did something damage. Or and, something. Then, and then he, he realizes that it's too late to sign those people. So he learns how to say sorry for what I'm about to do. And oh, right before he does in, it? Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Now, I recently rewatched Pacific Rim, which yep. is made by the same corporation and it makes you wonder why can't like they got to find a way to work them all together because why do why have a jet jaguar type or or a cybernetic man-powered mecha without marrying these things so let's cross our fingers and hope that they're able to get kaiju in there and make it all happen because i mean the world would be you ever see pack rim too of course i did i recently rewatched pack rim too how was it it's a blurt of diary on the wall you don't like it it's not good but I still enjoy it. Because Who directed it? Stephen Knight? McKnight? No. Stephen Knight? No, wait. He's he's made a couple of films. What about Pac Rim 3? I don't think there's such a thing. But it's not, even though, no, Pacific Rim 2 is fine. It has some cool stuff in it. It's, they spend just way too much time with the humans. That's the problem that we yeah. keep running into. I never did see it. I did like the first one, though. How do you feel about that Adam Driver flick? Looks fun. Looks fine. It's kind of fun to see Adam Driver in a movie like that. Kind of like a B-movie. I guess it's weird. Like it, it seemed like he's on Earth sixty-five million year, a million years ago. Is that what? Yeah, it's called sixty-five, right? That's right. the okay. Let's get rocking. Eliza Gonzalez is obviously a villain. Damien Bashir villain. They get horribly murdered, all to serve the creation of one Mechagodzilla. Who you know, nobody wants to see Kong and, and Godzilla fight. Really, they want to see them team up. That's way more yeah. sexy. And the cool thing is they have a couple of battles, and then they quickly introduce Mechagodzilla, who goes asswire, and then they fight. And it's such a lovely thing to see. Well, so. he's introduced splitting a, a rando creature in the... In the it's in, one of the in, Skull in, Island monsters. And Yeah, in the, in the, um, in the, his little, his little uh, gladiator arena they have built for him, his little, his little sacrifice chamber. Yeah. To test him out, dojo, yeah. And the guy that's driving him, that's like psychically linked to him, a la Pacific Rim, I guess. Right. He's thrilled to split a monster in half. Yeah. Like he kind of gives a little sex shudder. 
It's gross. Oh. I have to hard disagree. And I love how, I guess, Wilder People or whatever is announcing exactly what's happening. Yeah. Basically, oh, yeah, he's a cyber psychokinetically joining his body and have working. to help the audience yeah. a little bit along. No, you don't. Well, she was there at the beginning of the movie for me. But so then, yeah, he's out in the world. He escapes. He, he, can't, he can't be controlled. He's Mecha Godzilla. So. He's going to operate on his own, and he's super evil and bad, and he and he immediately attacks Godzilla, who is lossless in this movie. Like, he hasn't lost yet. Yeah. He's not used to getting pummeled, but he starts losing this fight. He loses his ass. And yeah. he can't believe it. He's like, this is metal- what's this metallic beast? Meanwhile, Godzilla is about to die. Well, King, or, I'm sorry, King, King Kong's about yeah. to die. He's having His heart's fading. His heart light's fading. It's a shame. It's like mm-hmm. E.T., yeah, yeah, very much like E.T. And then Alexander Sarsgaard in full hero mode drives one of those vehicles on him. And, and, and blows and, his heart to happiness. Yeah, blows his heart to happiness, and then those two team up. So what would you think of that fight? Love it. It's quick. It's quicker than I would have liked. I would have liked a little mm-hmm. bit more, but I know that this film is very aware of its running time and doesn't want to overstay its welcome. Sure. So they kind of kick ass. And, and once again, as I love so dearly about these movies, as mm-hmm. soon as the fight's over, Godzilla fucks off credits. I know. Well, you know what he does. Three for three, by the way. He. What I love about the end of it is he. You know, he's always walking slow, like deliberately. Yeah. He's coming up, and King Kong is still a little. He's a little bit. He. They teamed up. They defeated this horrible mechanical creature together. But he is. He's still bruised from the previous Godzilla fight, so mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to make of the relationship. And Godzilla approaches, and he kind of gives him that knowing, like, you're good by me. You're, you know, you're, we're good. Of, we're good of. nod, he right? He doesn't give him the full Jeremiah Johnson, but he, he, they both yell in a less aggressive way at each other. And yeah, and he But kinda, they still roar at each other. And he fucks off into the water, and then he, he you know, very coolly submerges, and then you can hear him weeping under the, <laughs> under the water. Like he's crying because he got hurt so bad by that yeah. metal. Cre- that metal. I thought it'd have been great if Godzilla himself. fart bubbles and it says thanks when it hits the human air. I think it'd be impressive if that little girl could teach Godzilla sign language. That'd be so good. I, I love that. You know, have you ever so, so you, when you see you take a, a male dog and you put it in the vicinity of mm. any other female dog, they start to get they get their their body language changes. They start to get a little aggro. Their the million years of evolution kick in and they can't control themselves. And that's what Godzilla's like. He's mm-hmm. I want to be your friend, but I got instinct pushing me hard. I got to haunch up and, and then slowly turn away. But you know that in his heart of hearts, Godzilla's feeling thrilled. Where do you think Godzilla's going at the end there? Down? Well, like to his little kingdom? No. no. Where does he go? There is a, a particular bit of reef that is just goddamn beautiful he loves. Okay. Gawks at it. Can you believe these fucking little dainty crabs? Catching little pieces of silt in there, little swimmerettes, and pushing it into the mouth. Godzilla is is a, he's he's resting on one. He's on his elbow on the ground, mm-hmm. just staring at it. We see we see King Kong eat fish in this. Like he eats a bunch of fish sloppily. What does Godzilla chew? Like what's his what's his what's his? He's a he just one hundred percent Copenhagen. <laughs> That's why they they say I could smell his recently discarded spit from this awful. St- can of shit he carries around in his back pocket. <laughs> That's who should have been wearing jeans in this. Godzilla. He's got the build, man. He's got the build. He, dad jeans. He'd have to wear dad jeans. Godzilla. I'm sure it's a he. I'm going to think yes. Because I know that in the Roland Emmerich movie, Godzilla was a chick. Right. That's and, where I always got the impression maybe Godzilla historically is a female, but no. I think they may be asexual. Yeah? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Godzilla, maybe. But Kong? Hmm. Kong is a fucking hormone gone wild. He identifies as a fucking husky big dick. Is there any is there any female King Kong ever? Do they ever? Does yeah. he ever get? Oh yeah, uh, find love. Yeah, I mean, if you look, there, there, there's 
his ancestors. He had ancestors. They used to mate all over the woods. But what about him? No, nah, he's particular. A, nah, he was the last one. He's a good little matchmaking in this. It sucks because uh, when he was born, the parents cut off the Johnsons, <laughs> sealed it over. You know, that's enough. Too many Kongs. The <laughs> big one, yeah. I recently rewatched some of the sequences from Peter Jackson's movie. Mm-hmm. The fight with the two T-Rexes or three T-Rexes, whatever, that, that fight is amazing yeah. still. It, it may be my favorite of all. They've done such a nice job with him over the years. He's been he's been a, thr- a thrill. Where do you land on that movie? It's not too bad? It's got some awful stuff in it. It's got some really bad stuff in it. But I love Kong, the character, amazing. All the stuff with him doing his thing, amazing. The people stuff, really rough. And they stand Even Watts? Brody and Watts are fine. Jack Black's really miscast. Colin Hanks is a no, a no one. And what's the guy? Til, not Till Schweiger. I always get them mixed up. Till Schweiger and the other guy. There's the two German actors. Andy Serkis is in it, though, too. And yeah, he's the comic. He's got that look. But he also has a... Doesn't he also have a part where he's just one of the human characters? Yeah, he gets destroyed. He, yeah, yeah, he gets super destroyed. Who's the other actor? Another German actor. He's great. It, I always get him and Till Schweiger mixed up. Well, yeah, so this movie, it, it ends, and then you... It doesn't have a post-credit sequence. There's a growl. There's a growl at the end. Yeah, not enough. I guess I, they don't really know where they're going, so they. Well, the, I guess the contract anything. was up. Yeah, but they were, but they're back. You are you sure they're going to make it? Yeah, it's already it's filmed. It's being filmed. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Look it out. Who's in it? Thomas Kretschmann. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, yeah. He's all over the place. So him and Till Schweiger are interchangeable. He's in Wanted, bro. But he he it's either him or Till Schweiger is the boat captain in Skull Island or in King Kong. I love him. I'm so proud that I remembered Thomas Kretschmann. You never you never miss. Rebecca Hall's back. I don't think Millie Bobby's back though. I don't need her. Oh how dare you, and Eileen Andrews? That's who Rebecca Hall plays. Please tell this. tell me it's filming. Oh here we, yeah, you must be right because they got. They got Dan Stevens in there, Rachel House, who's been in a bunch of Taika Waititi stuff, Alex Time in there. They have a cast that must be uh, coming out in 2024. Can you wait? I can't, but I'll have to. I'm so sad. You hear about Marvel drawing it in a little bit, making less stuff. You hear about Star Wars having trouble not pumping the brakes. It really makes me sad. They don't realize that we are not getting any younger. We need all the materials. Yes. Rush, rush it out. Get it in front of us. How are we going to zoom in on every film if you don't keep making all of them? Well, you could take a break. We need to catch up. We're going to do every film. No, no. They could take a break on the films that we don't need. We don't need another Puss in Boots, but mm. make more Godzilla for fuck. for yourself. The movie looks good. It's out, right? It just sucks they took the original. That was Barbarella's running title, right? It was the, who's, the, who's the guy? Antonio. Antonio in there, right? Yeah. Sabato Jr. <laughs> He turned it down. Oh. And then they went to Banderas. So, fun movie. It's fun to watch Monster's Punch. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I had any good notes. I, I can't really... Re- I was kind of enraptured during this. I mentioned that well, there's a podcaster. Yeah, I, oh, I took very few notes too, but we nailed it. Look, we're going to introduce something new, folks. I know that you guys are dying for us to add to our lengthy ending. <laughs> we're going to add something. We are now going to add a new feature to the post to when we do the work. We're going to pull a name from the end credits. Yeah. Just a rando, a name that makes us happy. Okay. And, and, and the thing is, Justin and I are not going to team up on this. We're going to, so we're going to, you know, we, t- I took, I took six names. How many did you write down? I mean, of course I wrote down like 12. Okay. So, but we can only take, do one, right? Can only pick one. If we, if it's one that we already have, then the other person has to go to the second on the death chart. Mm-hmm. And since uh, you're my guest today at the house, I'll let you go first. All right. I picked out a name and maybe I got you. Bud Hopes. 
Yeah, you got them too. Yep, I get. Was that your first though? No, no. Bud Hopes is my first. Yeah, I love Bud Hopes. Yeah, it's pretty great. We should probably like figure out what they do. Like we should. I don't want to know. Bud Hopes. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Barnaby Leg. <laughs> Are you making it up? Nope. One G. Two two Gs. That's how much they paid him too. I didn't see it. All right, so tell me a couple more in your depth. Do you know place. that? It, do you know if they're using the same cast and crew for the the sequel to Kong? Kong I can't. I can't know. But hopes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, give me. Give me yeah, another let's, one. Let's have a couple others. All right, I, I got one that I got. Penny Kelly. I like Penny Kelly. Go ahead. Uh, Adam Pinkstaff. <laughs> You're better at this. Was <laughs> that not your number one? <laughs> Sarah Flam. I saw that one. I didn't write it down. I saw that one. I wrote one down that I I could have swore you would have written down. Mark Brims. <laughs> I don't have Mark Brims here. I do have the very elegant and simple Joe Ken. <laughs> I did write him down. Did you write down Ramaboo Samey? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I did write down Peter Wyborn. <laughs> <laughs> did you find John Panis? <laughs> <laughs> if I would have, I would have celebrated. <laughs> How did I? I thought I was reading everything. And these effects-heavy films, there's so many names getting thrust at you that it's really so many. hard. To... Yeah. And what I hate is when they do the wide thing. Like, you know, when they do, like, line um, by I line. Lo- I love it when they do the wide thing. But the wide thing is hard for me to, but it to, saves to pick. Time. Pick saves a mix. Time. Yeah, saves a lot of time. Look, that buzzing sound you're hearing ain't Monarch's data center. That's a tattoo gun, baby. What you getting put on? That's a good question. I've got an easy one. Okay. In my tramp stamp region, I've got Gigan and Rodan and Mechagodzilla. Oh, yeah. And King Kong and Godzilla and Geeter and all those guys wearing Fruit Loom. Sure. Yeah. And all just hold hands like us, just all the way across around. Like and a then, hands across America type yeah, situation. And then, yeah. And then um, in, in a cool Roman font, it says Titan Whiteys. <laughs> Well, I, I'm sure mine will be better than that. Um, I was just going to get Kyle Chandler on my shoulder, just a, a photo reel. Okay. Chandler, just Chandler panicking. Like, I have the titles. Can you have him holding a script and panicking? Like, can you show that in a tattoo? Yeah. Because he's has so much to memorize to say in this. He does. He was not going to know what to, to, right. to do. Just just panicking. Yeah. yeah. Did they do it? They pulled it off. That's so good. Yeah. What does he say in this? Does he have lines? He has like a, a, a host of lines. He has a fight with his daughter at one point. And then he they meet, they find each other on the streets of destroyed to- Hong Kong instantly. And he says, uh, you're where? At one point, I think. It's funny because they're separated throughout this film. She gets sent through mm-hmm. the Earth's core to Hong Kong. And then his, her father's panicking. Even though he's in Hong Kong. Oh, he read the, yeah, he's panicking about his lines. He's panicking, and then he goes to Facebook, and it says, Millie Bobby Brown marked herself safe from Godzilla fight. And he was like, <laughs> let me speak directly to the listeners real quick. Sure. Don't fucking mark yourself safe. You hate that. I don't care. No one cares. We love you. That's not true. But don't mark yourself safe. Okay, let me rephrase that. If you're in, If you're in a place and there's a shooting in that place, 
please go ahead and mark yourself safe. Oh, that's nice. If, of a, you. if a hurricane flies through your city, mark yourself safe. But if some, if there's like a car crash three miles away and you just want attention, so you mark yourself safe from that yeah. car crash, you can go fuck. Sometimes people do that for family members. Mm-mm. You're a big Facebook guy, though, so you have. I'm old. Well, I, the thing I like about Facebook is that it's not run by a billionaire maniac. Credits have rolled, but lo and behold, there's a singer at the end of this movie. Which oh, God. yeah, it's, it's a good question. Mine might not qualify as a stinger because it's seven hours of Kyle Chandler just reciting dialogue. <laughs> I love that they just let him go nuts in this scene. Just like, uh, hey, one for us, one for you, for them. <laughs> right. They used all his improvs. <laughs> huh? He's like, can I squint and make my beautiful eye creases, like, make everyone wet in the pants? Yes, Kyle. I'd like to know more about him, because that has to be... That's a secret, you know. It's those eye creases. Those eye creases make, make, make me wet. He, he's been around for a long time. He had his own show a long time ago, Early Edition. Remember that show? Yeah. I don't know if he's in that. He got, like, a paper from the, the so, day... Like, the day... So he was competing with, like, Menudo, right? Early Edition. They were, like, a big pop band. The premise of the show is he got... A paper from the future, like the next day, early. That was him? And so then he read the headlines and tried to save the day. Like, oh, shit, there's going to be like a car wreck. Yeah. And there were a plane crash or something. He tried to save the day. But, I mean, he has to multitask. You have to pick the one. That was my first Hollywood failure when I, when I first tried to make in that business. What? Do you remember when I first like I, when I first kind of got an opportunity to meetings, I did the thing where the Neanderthals were trying to do math. It was called Early Edition, and nobody made it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. What's this your stinger? Is, that's such a good question, Nick. I wish I would have taken some time. Like, give me this. We can edit out the pause here. So the CGI guy in the Benji movie said. <laughs> so Godzilla, this is after the movie. He, he's down. Like he, he submerges slowly away from the torn and battled city. Sinks, sinks down to the depths of the ocean. Pass. All the crazy creatures and yeah. the fish. They're just kind of giving him space. Right. They know not to get in his way. He sinks down to his uh, man cave, <laughs> so to speak, right? Yeah. Kicks back with a pack of Twizzlers and I don't know. what. what do you, that's what I'm always confused. Like, what would he do down there to pass time? Does he hibernate? Sure. That's what he does? Yeah, he chills, yeah. yeah. Maybe he then just like kind of goes down and he's too like powerful. He can't make him. It's hard to make him cute. It's impossible not to make him cute. You think he's, he's a, so automatically yeah. cute? He is adorable in a way, but like I just he's so serious. His little in this blunt movie. face at the end of that big old strong neck. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes down. Let me think. What we let me talk talk about something. He sinks you, down. Can you, can you imagine him like lying on his back and just throwing a ball up in the air to himself? Just kind of that's cool. Wheeling the time away. He looks at his feet and he's like kind of picking like people he stepped up between his toes yeah. and like a city bus. Yep. Hanging under one of his scales and just kind of cleaning off. Or maybe just jet streaming poo out there, you know, just jet streaming. You never see these creatures poo or pee. Mm-mm. Either? No, but they get close with Kong. I mean, he's scratching his ass. They give him a lot of human things, but yeah. They ne- yeah, you never get to see them. Like, no one ever stepping in, like, a gigantic piece of poo, at least in this series, right? Like, I think in Pacific Rim, there's a the animal waste is, is addressed. That, that's, yeah. Okay, fair enough, yeah. yeah. Not in this, though. Poo-less. This movie's poo-less. How do you, how do you not shit on a defeated enemy? It's almost like the head rip. No, I'm sorry. Is... I'm, I'm just going through my Curious George book. But the head rip's almost like that in a way. Yeah. It is a defilement, right? Coup so de right. But yeah, you never... It's This movie's peeless, poo-less. Even the human characters aren't going to the bathroom. Right. 
David Pulis is in it? Look, you've been given the finance to have your own sequel to Kong vs. Godzilla. Right. What, uh, how do you use that hard-earned? Can I pitch a weird? Sure. Kong versus Godzilla versus Kramer versus Kramer versus Roe versus Wade. You got all the verses. Yeah. Okay. Dustin Hoffman's back, obviously. Marl Streep's back. You know, it's like basically a divorced couple bonds again over the court case being overturned. They found a bond that they can unite back about. We don't have the firepower to overturn this overturned. Who better than Kong and Godzilla? Squeezing into a courtroom, protecting women's rights. Unfortunately, the judge is Mechagodzilla. <laughs> Oh, you know where this is going, though. Yeah. yeah. It goes to a huge shit fight. What ultimately happens is that no one wins. You know? Mm-hmm. We're back where we are. It turns out Kong is a huge anti-abortion. My sequel would be... I just would... I think this would go... This would be one of those one-minute meetings you have at the studio where they already said green light and you're not even through the pitch. <laughs> I'd say, let's just do a movie without the monsters and just focus completely on the human characters. <laughs> no monsters in this one, guys. Right. And so it's all cleanup. It's all repair. And it's all people... We're building back, and it, it com- and what we, we focus on a group of characters is just complaining, right, about their lives and that the, everything's wrecked, right. And they have to piece yet again back together. So they have to the, the fabric of society. They have to staple it. A lot of commentary, together. a lot of meta commentary about just a bunch of people complaining. Okay, you know, just, man, and then um, mumblecore. Maybe we'll bring it in. We'll bring it in that the poop thing. The characters have. There's a 800 <laughs> foot tall. Yeah, dumpling. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it was just the, no monsters yeah. at all. Well, just the human kind. Right. Right? <laughs> but lots of CGI shit. I mean, maybe not lots. Piss wash, like a lot of piss wash. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I just had, this is an amazing idea that I really wish would happen. Okay. The most crazy monster movie. Right. Right. So <laughs> monsters. They're wearing clothes? No, no, no. Okay. Maybe some of them, or some of them clothes are wearing the monster. You know, like maybe yeah. it's the mon- like the denim wearing you know monsters sure. on, but the most crazy show, and all of a sudden, c- creatures' limbs will stretch out for no reason. It's all weird, and it's two hours of the absolute bat shittest stuff. There's no dialogue; it's just weird noises and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it pulls out, and it was your it was a dream that Kong was having. Oh, okay. The whole movie was a, a Kong dream. Okay. And then, in the next one could be a Godzilla dream. Oh yeah, just well, wicked weird shit. Right. And that's what they're dreaming. Uh, there's a, this giant egg that's bouncing around the mountaintops, and you're like, "What the fuck's going on? Am I high?" And then you realize Kong dreamed it. It's it's just in his weird head. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what those guys dream about. You're right. This is a it's a good, interesting. Yeah. Okay. There's not a person listening that wouldn't want to watch a movie that's a Kong dream. James Wan did a couple of the Kong dream films. Look, you've been given the financing to have your own business associated with Kong versus Godzilla. What are you going to do with them corns? I would make a website. Are you familiar with the website Zillow? Yeah. You know, and it has the value. You could go on there and look up the, the their estimated. I got meta as hell. I went and looked at Warwick Davis's house's value. <laughs> so uh, you're not watching that show, I imagine. Fuck no. I heard it's kind of fun. I'd make Godzilla. I'm really I, I'm surprised. And so Godzilla would be what your house would be valued if Godzilla stepped on it. <laughs> they would have they would have the estimated. So this value. is always zero. Close. It's usually zero. You know, you could. Th- there is a value to like the land and stuff. Every right? once in a while, he'll miss like a you know, right bush, yeah, mm-hmm. and pictures of what your house would look like if Godzilla stepped on it, right, or swished his tail through it. You know, creations like that. Godzilla, I like it. Pretty good. I kind of like the idea, especially if you could go there and go, oh man, that's what my house would look like completely monstered, monstered through. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla, I'm a huge fan of that. 
I wonder if there is a website. You think someone made a website, Godzilla? I don't think so. Mine is a very small idea. It's a very it's a it's a one off release. It's an album. Okay. And it's called Kong None the Richer. Oh. And it's just a uh, it's they ba- you just it's their album with Kong's voice. What Sixpence None the Richer? But it's King Kong None the Richer. I, I hear you. Yeah. So it's all their songs, but it's him it's singing his, it. It's his voice. It's it's his guttural. It's- his roars, his yeah, his grunts and roars and stuff. It's like, it, but perfect, you know, mm-hmm. perfect. You know, he's got a good pitch for a gigantic ape, and less annoying than the band, which is nice. You know, sixpence none the richer rip, out of nowhere. <laughs> My God, timely. Are they they are they around? There's they have to be. You think they're still around? By the way, I got some bad news about this whole economy right now. What? Mike Pence none the richer. I'm sure he's doing fine. Fortunately, Sixpence None the Richer, a rock band, they say. Oh, yeah, that's stretching it. Christian, by the way. Did not know? Uh, I think I did know that at one point. They oh, sadly disbanded in 2004, Nick. What? Like Jesus <laughs> resurrected in 2007, and they are still playing. They are here to stay. It, their name comes from a book by C.S. Lewis called Mere Christianity. Like any good rock band. You're going to get your name from old C.S. Lewis. Limp Biscuit also from C.S. Lewis's works. Look, you've been inserted into the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brownwall's Brown also been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in Congress. What shape does your performance take? Mine's easy. I'm a little blind boy, and I'm trying my damnedest to teach Kong Braille, and he's having none of it. He's like, late to the party, bastard. I'd have nothing for you, basically. And I, and I, can't, I can't know this because he doesn't speak. It's all sign language. Right. And you're so, thinking, you're thinking, maybe you're making headway again. So Kong, smart as fuck, he sticks his hand in the fucking refrigerator, gets the chills, and and I read on, I read on the little goosebumps on his dick. It says, "Get away." He makes braille dick print from his goosebumps. Couldn't be his foot, I guess. <laughs> By the way, you just read my dick. Signed, Kong. He's not really. We don't see it, but he's swinging. We don't he's see swinging. it, but he's not swinging. It withdraws in. It pulls in. Yeah, I mean, that's what he says. <laughs> but, I mean, it, I was, I don't know if you were, I was zooming in on that region. Whenever they showed his, his yeah. area, I was looking for it. Yeah. I'm not going to put it in there, but I just barely, it's not even hinted at. By the way, apes fling their shit. They do. He couldn't use that in battle? That's what I was talking about. They don't defecate in this. All right. You're right. That's a, that is a good, good go-to. I'm Godzilla's... Twin brother Rodzilla, okay. and I am. You said it wasn't going to be great. I am not joining the fight. Overweight, didn't get the looks. Right. Didn't get the. I mean, I'm, we're twins, and I didn't. I'm short. You know, I'm shorter, not muscular, not really threatening. Kind of pinkish, purplish in color. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like kind of stick out. Look bruised all the time, but I stay out of battle. And um, can you breathe anything? Fire? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Ah oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh-uh. Little vapor rub, something. They have a, a polite wheeze that I do pull off sometime yeah. and try to make predators feel sad around me, okay. and they just yeah. walk away. But yeah, I'm Rodzilla. Don't really even, not even really jealous of my brother. You know, good luck to him. But I just that's who Godzilla is floating back down to at home. I crash, <laughs> crash at his pad. Yeah, how's the how's the day? You know, was it look worse for the wear, man? It must have been tough up there. And he's like, you could have joined in. I could have used the help. Godzilla's like, I see the McRib is back. But, uh, yeah, he's trying. Godzilla's down there trying to say, yeah, they created Mechagodzilla in my image, and it was kicking my ass, and I'm, like, half paying attention. You know, I'm like, like, really? Wake me when Mechagodzilla shows up. (laughs) 
I like this too because obviously Godzilla is a, a Japanese person saying Gohira being interpreted. So that sure. somebody said Rohira right. in Japan, and that's you. Yeah, I have no idea. Like you, you just zoomed in on for real. I didn't know that was the origin for you yeah, know. That's like that's something for King of Monsters or God of Monsters. Now, I know it was. Is it Gohira? Gohira. Now, what's the movie that people kind of rave about? That's a recent Godzilla movie. Shin Godzilla. And you like you love yeah, it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Why do people like it so much? Does because it, have a it, lot of it monsters? just focuses like below his knee. It uh, it has a lot of monsters and it's it's modern and it's cool it's, like the monsters are cool and the action yeah cool. I have to, I want to see it now but I just when did it come out is it it's like nine years ago or something like that okay it's not that new I also liked Final Wars too that was fun and that's before that yeah that's by the guy that did Versus I think you've seen all the Godzilla films you think I've seen a portion of all of them what about I, the Gamera films I've seen some of them I actually yeah. like the more modern ones better than the originals the Gamera movies by modern I mean. 80s, 90s, yeah, and 90s, yeah. something like that, yeah. And Gamera was just Godzilla, but different. No, it was a turtle. It was a I know, space but turtle. It, but is it kind of, this, it's obviously the same vein, big monsters, big Yeah, titans, but how yeah. dare you? It's like saying Pretty Woman and Steel Magnolias are the same movie. Same genre or something. But they, they don't call them, is Titans like an American That's thing? just for this series, yeah. It's grown on me. Look, you have to have a, you got to take something from Kong versus Godzilla to incorporate into your life, a mantra, a ritual, or something. Middle Dishes, Tears. You couldn't join the join the fun in this one they didn't sign him back up nick yeah tommy middle ditch like we don't need somebody that looks like garrett graham in this <laughs> from fan of the paradise uh, maybe is maybe is that his name garrett graham from terrorvision and yeah bug-eyed weirdo man i just was listening to stuff about him today and that's that, fucking and that book weird i'm listening to i'm i'm just basically i've got this this mm. phrase i repeat to myself all the time yeah w-w-f-h-e-v-l-d Huh. Find myself in a tough situation. I'm like, shit. What would flying hollow earth vulture lizard do? <laughs> the, snake, the snake with the winged snake one, or the cuties that were at the, the no, the ones that the fighting, the ones who are sharing the body. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about those guys. They're cute. Yeah, with the, Peter Gammons' face. Yeah, they the yeah they fight over they fight over one of the 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 randos that they kill, and then the one comes for Sarsgard. And then how is it defeated? Godzilla's blast. From t- from up in Asia, sh- shits down onto there. It does, yeah. He he. That's the most realistic part of the film, I think. Blows a hole in the earth. Uh, to like get Godzilla, down to, yeah. yeah. He's pissed, so he starts aiming at the battle down below. Yeah, he f- yeah. he just creates a, a breath portal kind of thing. And I think Chandler gets the what's he doing? Like he's like, huh? What's happening? Or something like that. He does get a line in there. That's huge. They wedged it in, which is nice. I'm just gonna, I guess, I'm just gonna, you know. That, so you mentioned that this little girl carries around this. And she shows it to him quite a bit. She has a, a King Kong, like a small King Kong doll that she holds up to King Kong a lot. Mm-hmm. And he, he looks at it. Like, I don't know what it's supposed to be there, but she's just sh- showing like a cute version of King Kong to King Kong, right? Yeah. And so I might start doing that too. Like, just maybe get like a Build-A-Bear that looks a little bit like you. Okay. And then every once when I see you, I'll hold it up to you. Not that I'm not comparing you to King Kong or anything. I'm like King Kong's sweet and he's a good guy. You yeah. are too. You're a good guy. But I, it feel I feel like it improved King Kong's life to have this effigy thing. Yeah, some yeah. kind of this very basic, simple thing. Just kind of gave him a little boost of confidence. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I could do that for you. I just get like a little Nick doll and hold it to you and see, and then I kind of. See what the results are, right? In a few years, a few years, and I'll see why is it getting more and more pulverized over the years. <laughs> it's got weird wear and tear. 
Yeah, it's like you, yeah. Like, and I just say, don't worry about that part. Yeah. It's just, and I just ha- just let's hold hold on it. Look at it for two minutes straight, and we won't talk. <laughs> I'll just hold it here. Okay. I like. What do you think? Does it look as little like me as the one of Kong looks? Doesn't look at all like him. I mean, you could tell it's King Kong. It's Kong shapes. It's a bunch of Kong shapes. Yeah. Yeah. In a police lineup, ain't holding water. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. But what do you think of that? It's adorable. I, th- I think we should all have little puppets. Actually, I think it would save us a lot of time if we just carried around effigies of everybody. Yeah, I don't know where. And she did look like she did make that doll, and she is at an island. I mean, she didn't have a lot of resources. Right. She's a very crafty individual. I would love it, too, for celebrity sighting. Can you imagine F. Murray Abraham's getting espresso, Corner Cafe, looks out the window, and there's like six people holding little F. Murray Abrahams oh, towards like him. Great idea for a horror film. Sounds like a Shyamalan. Yeah, just holding up. Smaller versions of people to themselves. Yeah. Right. That's disconcerting. Yeah, a little bit. This could be a good idea. Yeah. Right, we should have saved it. Clip it out of this podcast and we'll go to work on the treatment. Probably simplify the plot and just say, Edmund Abraham is fucking scary to look at. He's uh, in... The White Lotus. Yeah. Yeah. And Avatar, right? He's all over the place. Someone's in Avatar. They didn't... Oh, Edie Falco's in Avatar. The worst part of the movie. Is she really? The worst part of the movie. What did she just play herself? No, she plays sort of the head honcho and the military side, but yeah. it's there's a couple of shots. That's what I mentioned. They, they filmed her bad. Out. Like that's the worst. That's the it's the most CD-ROM cutscene part of the movie. And there's she's in one of those mecha suits that Stephen Lang had in the first one. She's got a cup of coffee in the in the hand of the thing, and she's drinking the coffee, and she's doing this with her hand, and then the giant hand has the coffee, and she's sipping it. Just put the coffee in your meat hand and, and drink it like in a your meat hand. hand? Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, Stephen Lang's in it, right? He's great. Is he and he's the is he a bad guy? Yeah, but is he's not is he not connected to his previous character or he is? He's an avatar. Oh, so he's he, still alive. He's an avatar. Like they've put his memories into an avatar. Okay. Spoiler. Look, you're on an island. You've been all these many years gathering debris from various films. Now it's time to take something from Kong versus Godzilla. What you're bringing? I mean, Mecha Godzilla. I bring Mecha Godzilla. The hum, the very humbled and now limbless mm-hmm. Mecha Godzilla. I would just try to teach it to be a nice, and it doesn't really matter because what can it do, right? It's de- it got decapitated, right? Yeah. Just bring its head, its torso, one hand, <laughs> and so then just kind of yeah, teach it to be. You know, if it starts to be good, I'll I'll, I'll add limbs to it. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Quietly train it to attack your island, maybe at one point, but my island will be perfectly defended because I've taken his mechanical fucking chode. I've got his. Biomechanicals, taint and balls. His entire scrote is just sitting on my island, pulsing. <laughs> the most perfect part, of the most worried over part of his whole. Do you notice he thing. had it? I did not. And he had it. Like well, the, how have we just not derived? How we just talk about this right now? And you, well, I made a point to keep it on the DL because I didn't want you to know about it because I need it for my island. But so there's a there's a couple from under please. shots of of Mecha G. And he's got a bunch of workings. There's like a, you know, they put some time and effort into that section. So he has. I mean, we don't see like a worrying dick. You know, he's, he's just, there's nothing great going on, but there's definitely. There's something. There's anatomy of sort. Okay. And that might be where they have, uh, that may be where they keep some of the thrusters or, you know, I don't know. There's always some sort of piston pumping and all that kind of crap. They are doing a prequel to this movie, you heard, right? No. Where they, it's a team of people, they get the. The taint and scrote plans, the weakness, the mech Godzilla. Oh, it's like Rogue One. Yeah, and they pass it on to Godzilla. Chode one. Does he have dick and or balls? So they have the show called and or. 
Well, I'm sorry. I did. I took. No, no. I I was sweating bullets for a minute because as you're mm-hmm. taking different parts of Mecca. And uh, luckily, I didn't take his whole form. I took his head, his torso, and his. Because I, I mean, I have it right here. Mecca G's scrote. I mean, that's all. That's the only. That's my one and done. That's the only thing I could take to that island. You actually took some notes, yeah. And I like the fact that there's some sentience there. I mean, I would like to think that all those cool parts that you have, mm-hmm. there's sort of a neural bond between them and my part. And maybe it brings our islands closer together in a way. That's a sent. You said there's some. What, what's in there? Sentience? Yeah, like because remember he was granted sentience once they tried to they they uploaded Godzilla's mm-hmm. primordial DNA or whatever into it. It ceased to be a neural link with uh, that character that you mentioned. Yes, and it became its own living thing. And I'd right. like to think that. And remember, there's some Ghidra in there too. Yeah, and Ghidra's happy about this, by the way. Yeah, he's like, oh, was there sent? <laughs> is there sentience in the in the scrot? Yeah, there's a total right down the burn Went from path. being like the king of all baddies to. Uh, and then just a couple of pulsating thoughts go through a member. Yeah, he's just down there smelling ass. He's like, I don't like it. Talk about a low blow. I see your need the way it lives. Like an animal that misses blood I can be your elemental And you can be mine too I'm in love with the hypochondry 
Thank you.